Welcome to a new episode of Poise to Shine, the place to be to own your ambition, be your advocate, and advance your career. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in again. Today we're going to talk about perfectionism. This came up in few questions that I received after my last episode. And I realized that even in my own experience, perfectionism played a huge, huge part. And uh, it has been cause of many delays um, when it came to reaching my own goals. You, I'm sure you know the saying, done is better than perfect. I knew it as well, but I never truly embraced it. And I never truly put it into practice until a few years back when I was managing multiple projects at the same time while also having direct reports needed my help. And (laughs) I was trying to run. (laughs) I was trying to start a business on the side after work. Suddenly spending hours and hours reviewing line after line of uh, emails uh, or executive summaries uh, um, didn't seem so (laughs) thrilling. And uh, I realized uh, that if I wanted to meet all my deadlines uh, and uh, still perform and uh, produce results uh, that I could stand behind, I needed to, to change something. I needed to adopt a different approach. So the first question that comes to mind is, uh, what's hiding behind perfectionism? Because people don't focus on on being perfect if they are confident in their own abilities or in general, okay? So I'm generalizing here, but if people are confident in their own abilities, they don't focus on every little detail. They don't focus on being perfect all the time. There can be a lot of different reasons, okay? One is that uh, you're coming from a background where praise was given only when you were producing perfect results. So what, what's your background? Why do you think you need to prove yourself consistently? over and over and over again. At which point would you be satisfied that you prove proved that you belong there, that you're worth it, that you are delivering good results? So it can be background, family. It can be previous work experience, a very demanding boss, someone who will nitpick, micromanage, and so on. That will push you to, to focus more on being perfect, to be above reproach. That's something, by the way, that for me has always been so important, to be above reproach so that there was nothing that people could attack or criticize or, you know, see even in a negative light. It was exhausting. It really is so tiring to be that perfect which I was never that perfect, but I tried so hard to be. So if you are trying as well, 
please, please understand why you are doing it or try at least to, to puzzle it together. What could be causing it based on your own experiences? What triggered it? And then stop. Does it mean that you're not good anymore? I think you're going to be better. You're going to be fantastic because all that energy that you are spending in being so good that no one will have anything bad to say about you. Okay, so whatever you're trying to achieve and whatever you're trying to avoid is sucking energy that you can use instead to be fantastic. Don't try to be perfect. Try to be the best version of yourself instead. And so how can you let go? Okay, how can you let go of perfection? I would say start small because you need to build up that experience. You need to build up that confidence. And if you remember, confidence is based on competency. Okay, so how can you build that competency (laughs) in letting go of perfection? Well, think about an email. If that's something that you do frequently. Think about a post on social media. Uh, Think about a text to someone you care about. If you spend a lot of time reviewing those things, then by all means, start from those things. For instance, uh, if you're writing an email to your boss uh, and you keep reading it over and over again and so on, look, go short and sweet, practical, direct to the point. Don't try to write a poem or write a a best-selling novel. You are trying to be efficient. That's your goal. When it comes to projects, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to ask what are the expectations. What's a fit-for-purpose state? That would be be fine. And then aim for that. If you have time to add trims, bells, whistles, whatever, by all means, that's great. Go for it. I love that. But I also love to show that... I'm not wasting time on things that is not necessary because I could be spending that time doing something else that is equally useful. So I deliver the fit for purpose and then I move on and work on different things that can bring a lot of benefits. If there are some project managers um, in the audience, you know, listening, you can recognize that if you're running multiple projects at the same time, you need to pick your battles. You need to decide what's worth investing and what is fine. I love the agile approach, which is usually, you know, you have a very clear time frame. You have a set amount of time and you have a set amount of money. You cannot go over either of them. So whatever you're adding as functions need to be flexible. In your life, for you, you need to decide if spending two extra hours reviewing something, mind, reviewing a presentation, reviewing, yeah, let's say that you are creating a PowerPoint presentation. 
if you spend two extra hours making it perfect, what would be the benefit of that? I'm sure that if people want to nitpick, they will still find something to nitpick on. So don't waste your time. Just go for the most important things. Do something that you can still be proud of and stand, you know, and and stand behind it. But without waiting to to and and working so hard and so much extra for minimal minimal return on investment. So we talked about different reasons, right? Why people might get um, so caught up on being perfect. And another one is because we are brought up, and I'm generalizing, but as societies at the moment, this is happening a lot. And is that we are rewarded and recognized for the things that we do very well. And when we explore things that we might like, sometimes we are really not good at them. And I was talking to my husband just earlier. He loves playing guitar and he doesn't like how he plays it. Personally, I barely know a few chords, so I find him, I find his, his skills great. He's, he's not an expert, he's not a professional, but he is so harsh with himself when it comes to his music. And uh, I'm harsh with myself uh, when it comes to creating content. And uh, we, in general, we're harsh to, with ourselves about how we look, how we sound, the work that we create, the work that we do. Because we expect it to be so good immediately. The trick is to understand that we are going through iterations ourselves. We are not the same person that we were 10 years ago. At the core, we must still have the same values, we must still believe in the same things and uh, have the same priorities. Absolutely. But we evolved. So instead of trying to do something perfect from the get-go, look at it as this is your first draft. Then you make it better. Then a certain point is ready to be out in the world. If you had an employee coming to you, asking you how to deliver projects on time or a task, okay, how to manage his time, what would you say? Which area would you look at to to take advantage of, to trim time here and there, to gain an edge. And by the way, this is not about being faster. This is about not wasting time that instead you could be using for something else. And when it comes to your goals, trying to be perfect, guess how you're going to end up? Not finishing. Maybe still writing those goals because you wanted to make sure that your list was perfect that had exactly everything you needed. And instead, you needed maybe only half of the things you think you need. And starting now doesn't mean that you're not going to add all the extra stuff that you really want. 
It's, it's like saying, I want to win the lottery, right? And maybe I don't win the full amount. I win only 50%. Should I give it back? Should I say, oh, no, no, that's not good enough. I want something else. You are doing the same with yourself. You're doing the same with your skills. You're doing the same with um, that new CV that you're trying to put together. And look, I have been there. I have been so there. (laughs) At a certain point, I couldn't even start writing a CV or updating my CV if the template didn't look exactly as I wanted. So I will spend hours moving (laughs) by few millimeters a graph, an infographic, instead of actually writing my CV. And I've met and I've managed many people like that. But that's basically forgetting the end goal. The end goal was to get the job, not to win a competition about the most beautiful CV and cover letter combo. Said that, <laughs> I, I, I do believe that <laughs> you still need to give a degree of attention and to deliver results that are above average. But your above average might be miles ahead of so many other people. Point is, done is better than perfect. If you aim for perfection and you don't get it done, then it's a loss. It's a net loss. <laughs> there is no other way around. And I really want you to win. I want you to get something from all the efforts and all your hopes and all your dreams and uh, all your ambitions and aspiration. But to do To get something back, you first need to do something and to let it out in the world. I really wish you the best of luck. And if you're going back to work this week, kick us. Don't forget to sign up for the newsletter and to join the Confidence Tribe on Facebook. And remember, confidence is the inside job you need for the job you want. Have a great day.